sitting here chilling. I don't know why I got this feeling. Took it to the head, now I'm sitting here chilling. You damn right, we the feelings. You damn right, we the feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to We the Villains Podcast. It's your boy Dak. You heard the light of flick and the bombs coming soon. McGurves here. It's a beautiful Saturday. Here to talk about a lot. If you hear anything in the background, it's probably some lo-fi hip-hop with a little jazz. Crank up the smooth jazz. Yeah, it's uh, actually... To be specific, it's coding in Chicago, lo-fi jazz and hip-hop. I'm looking at the Roku screensaver. While smoking some gelato for this podcast episode. The Roku. The Broku. The Broku. (laughs) That's what I named my Roku. The Broku? That's a good one. I probably would have named it Goku. I'm not as big of a DBZ fan as everybody else. I was. I was a fucking nut. But that's really as far as I went, what they showed on TV. I couldn't expand my knowledge back then because the internet wasn't as big yet. Well, I mean, it was. It, you can get it in certain places, but where we live, dial up, if that... It, yeah, it would have took me two days before I could read one page of a of a fucking manga. Is that what they call better, it? Uh, I don't know. I, I remember. I, I remember you. I remember back in the day you right. used to go. I think you used to have to go up to the store and get like a disc, right? Like an America Online disc or some shit to get internet. Uh, some places, yes. Us, I had a fucking ISLC, Internet oh, yeah. Services of the Low Country. Yeah, I had that <laughs> shit too. That was my dial-up for about, it felt like 10 years that I had that. And I probably you had that did. Dial-up long after, you had that dial-up long after I had finally, we finally got to uh, DSL. Well... And a DSL I, might not mean the same thing these days. Yo, hey, one time, if you had DSL, you was the shit. <laughs> shit, then, then, then cable. Son, if you had DSL and direct TV, you were the shit. And you were considered rich. Should I remember when I first got a satellite? I didn't have it for long. But I had it, and that shit was like, I shit, I felt like I done made it in the world, son. Like, you mean tell me I can watch all the NBA games on League Pass? <laughs> shit. When we got, I think it was, when we had direct TV at one time, long time ago, but when we finally got up into the Dish Network, 
because <laughs> that was like the big thing that was coming out. The new satellite company, basically, cheaper, better deals. Yeah, man, we hopped on that show. That was like the best. That was, I will honestly say, like, I didn't really have no problems with Dish Network except one thing they would they would get me on was when I would order wrestling pay-per-views. They would never charge those things right away. They would wait until one month, random month, to charge like seven of them <laughs> on top of on top of your regular bill and wonder why you ain't you ain't about you're fucking not paying a $800 satellite bill. Well, what the fuck do you do? Why are you charging me fucking eight pay-per-views that that I ordered fucking 8 months ago starting with this one? Like that's how like I thought I had to argue that shit for a while. Yeah. But there, there's the intro. Welcome to We the Villains podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate man. the fact that four minutes into this in this podcast and I'm already hungry. My stomach's already <laughs> tell Swag to throw you some chips or cookies or something. Man, I got no damn chips. I've been on the dang Doritos kick though, man. Some cool ranch Doritos. Man, man you would you and wifey both. She's been on a cool ranch kick too. Man, that's that shit got me by the nutsack, bro. That's just so good. I'd say Chef Boyardee's got me. Man, I didn't wow. reach the age where Chef Boyardee gives me terrible heartburn. You've reached the heartburn age period with anything yeah. like tomato sauce related. Man, shit, I, I get heartburn for fucking everything. <laughs> Feels like that. So I got me a bucket of fucking antacid right next to my on my nightstand. Hey, you gotta keep that shit, bro. <clears throat> got to. Yeah, because you shit, you know, I ain't changing my eating habits. Fucking <laughs> gonna try to tell me not to eat pizza, huh? <laughs> I have to fucking go on like a fucking huge fucking uh, caffeine layoff. Man, I've been on some caffeine. Now, I ain't been on the bang adding that much caffeine in, but I've been on the coffee and the tea. I went off on a tea kick. Just today is the first bang I've had in in a while, it feels like, but still. Said I'm drinking some Colum- freshly brewed Colombian coffee with some Golden Grams creamer today. What the fuck? <laughs> that Golden Grams creamer sounds fantastic. It's doing the trick, but I think it's also contributing to my hunger problem. Put that coffee it, on an empty stomach. Uh, it will. I know we're getting some minutes into the show and we ain't talked about shit yet. No, we kind of just kind of talked about like our what we kind of did this morning slash you know pastime in life. Also, it's uh, like this: we could we could go we could start talking about wrestling and talk about the shit that everybody else is talking about. But I'm sure we'll get, get there. That yeah, won't get there. I mean, it's Saturday. It's our podcast. We do things a little differently. 
Then uh, so did you, did you see the Tony Khan tweet? About I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, to me, it's only Any like thoughts two on who it is. It's only two people to me. Uh, it's either Keith Lee to me or um when's his uh when's Jeff Hardy's ninety day up? Is he under a ninety day, I believe? I don't even know. Uh, so it's just been weird with the Jeff Hardy situation because I kinda don't care. I, I don't you know. really care either, but I mean, if it's if it's Wyndham, then that's the best kept secret. If it's Wyndham, that's that's the only way. I, I mean, it'd be cool if Keith Lee shows up. That seems to be a popular thought. My only but issue it, is the way the way that he's been <clears throat> calling it a forbidden door thing. What's what's so forbidden about signing a free agent? Well, the only that's thing not, is that's not the forbidden door to me. Well, that's the thing, like. It, it, right in that same tweet, he says, you know, he says, hey, it's the forbidden door. It's walking in it, signing the contract, and shutting it. Yeah. And then later, he was in some other interview, I think, or something, he said, you know, that it will open again later down the road. Like, I don't think he, I don't think they're about to work with anybody, like, exclusively for a minute. So. <clears throat> I think the biggest shock, obviously, would be Tony Khan just pays off Vince McMahon and Ali shows up. I mean... I think that would be the biggest... Like, if we're going shock factor and we're talking about a forbidden door... If Ali shows up, all right, like... It, <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of fucking oh man! If Ali showed up, it it's gonna slap a lot of fucking fans right in the face on some shit they thought they were right about. <laughs> no, I think the the biggest slap to the face I've heard some people say it is it's probably just gonna be them signing Cody Rhodes. That'd be great. That'd be big time heel <laughs> shit right there without having to be heel. <laughs> I don't think they'd ever please. do that unless they did have somebody that was about to debut. I mean, but they are. I mean, but here's my thing though. Like the only reason why like I thought it was like Jeff Hardy was because the person showing up to fight Isaiah Cassidy in a ladder match for a spot in a ladder match. And Isaiah Cassidy's with Matt Hardy. Is that the is that what is that where they're showing I up? Thought, I thought I mean because I mean unless there's two different people because there's like he's announcing like because there was someone else that's supposed to be a mystery showing up to fight Isaiah Cassidy for a spot at Revolution in that ladder match mm. for future TNT title shot. Shit, maybe swerve. <clears throat> I, oh, guess yeah, he's the, I guess it's the same person, too, because Tony's tweet did say the big, annou- the big announcement for Wednesday's Dynamite that we referenced on Rampage, a free agent debut, 
and the person walking through the forbidden door are one and the same. They're walking in the door, signing a contract, and then slamming the door shut on Wednesday. God, that sounds like Cody Rhodes. My my thing is, is if you're walking through the forbidden door, like why shut like, it? I don't like that being. I don't like that being I think it's a cool thing to say right now. Yeah, it is, but it's also misleading. It's very misleading because if they're forbidden and it's a forbidden door, then why are they signing a contract with you? To me, that's somebody <laughs> that it's like if you're talking forbidden door, that's that's to me that's somebody that uh, could be brought working with another promotion. Could be Braun. But anyway, I'm not. Uh, <clears throat> I'll just wait and see what happens. It's not like it's. I I don't be really. Cool. Keith be... Lee would be cool just to see him wrestle again. He could. It's just you know. Man, I just don't. <clears throat> I just don't have faith right now in a lot of things AEW is doing, and it, and it's not even really me being a hater. It's just I don't. I mean, I get the stories they're telling, but at the same time, there's a few things they need to just fucking scrap and and forget about. Like, the whole Andrade, Hardy, that family office thing, they need to throw that whole shit in the fucking trash, and I promise you, nobody will even go try to remember that shit. I mean, they probably will once Jeff gets there. Yeah, and... <laughs> but... The whole Jeff going over there is way too obvious. So I don't feel like. So that's why I was thinking Jeff Hardy. I could see Tony Khan paying fucking Vince or getting a hold of Vince about, hey, how how can I get Jeff Hardy before it's non compete? But I don't know. And I also heard rumors that fucking Ali could be held up for another year. Yeah, I don't know what the whole situation is there. He kind of fucked up. <laughs> you can't. You just can't go public with it. That's all. You got to go privately. Or maybe he tried to. Maybe he just he, they didn't get through. Maybe he never got through to anybody. I mean, that's the only I think thing. It's I, think. A, I, I think it's a similar situation to Ben Simmons and the Sixers. I think WWE doesn't want to cave in and then all of a sudden you got 10 to 15 other people under contract that want to do the exact same thing. That's true because it probably is. And... So, like, I think I think it's part of that, like, and, and part of the reason a lot of people are rooting for the Sixers in the deal because, you know, hey, you signed this contract where the contracts don't mean nothing anymore. Well, it doesn't seem like it. You know what I mean? So I it, think it's a it similar seems... situation to that. I think WWE is just trying to hold their ground. I mean, yeah, for a business-wise, you know, they got to. They can't. They can't. Let, it's, you know, that's actually a good point that you bring up. Like, you just can't. Yeah, if you let Ali do that, then what's stopping Dude, someone yeah. else? What's stopping the next two to three, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden everything's fucked up. Yeah, next thing you know, you got people higher up than that that want to be like, oh, hey, uh, this person, fuck it, I'm getting out of my contract. <laughs> Can't have that. 
Because then that gives someone the power of like a, a Ronda Rousey or someone is be like, hey, I'm out of here. Well, she probably could. There's nothing they can really do about that. I tell you, the real shocking one, even though it's this is not a you know it's a prediction or anything. But if someone like Finn Balor showed up on Wednesday, just the the pure shock value that would shock the whole Prince world. Devitt. I do showed up as Finn Balor, then it's like, oh, WWE and AEW just fucked everybody. (laughs) Then it's like, like, oh, Vince plays y'all again. Yeah, that's basically what happened. It's like, oh, damn. And then all. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. I'll be honest with you. If it's shame it, man. I can't keep a straight face. Oh god, that shit would be hilarious. Tam McMahon's did it. We'll see what happens though. It should be I mean it'll at least make for a cool moment. Maybe maybe it's cooler for others than everybody else, but I mean me personally, I it's like I even tweeted it, man. I I want Honestly, I want it to be Keith Lee, and I want him to be a big star over there. I I want WWE to see that they dropped the ball on Keith Lee. Like that's that's something I'm okay with. Everything else, you know, everybody else they've released, and and Wyndham. If Wyndham succeeds, that's cool. And and at Malachi, like Wyndham would be cool, but like seeing him, I don't see that being the way he would debut. In a qualifying match to go in a ladder match. Yeah, it's not his style. Yeah, so like, yeah, so like that doesn't that doesn't line up with Wyndham for me. Like, yeah, I'd like for him to debut, but I want him actually technically I want him to come back as the Fiend, but not going to get into that long story again. <laughs> that that seems to be a lot of a lot of wish wishes right there. <sighs> yeah, Dota B, you kind of see where they're going right now. I don't know if I – do you think it's going to be title versus title? I really don't know right now. The problem they have with this is you got Brock Lesnar in a chamber. How's he going to get beat? I mean – In that chamber without Lashley wanting some revenge face. on whoever beats him in that chamber. They they got themselves in a in a crazy uh, situation here, for sure. But honestly, they could they have a chance here to kind of fix everything that everybody feels is fucked up since after the rumble. So I so I think they're going to somehow. <clears throat> I mean, but if it's if it's title then all means the whole story makes fucking total sense for Roman Reigns to be standing at WrestleMania with fucking everything with both world titles. It makes sense. I mean, I get it. Because yeah, but then do they unify them or <clears throat> that's the only problem is like, you just recently had this what draft apparently. And now, so you, you have to start to figure out, well, see, at that point, you're stuck, right? 
You're stuck between yeah. two places. You either you let Roman win, which I'm assuming Roman's going to win. And yeah. say he wins and he has both titles, then what? You're left with two options. You're left with A, Roman decides which one he wants to keep and then gives the other one up and just vacates it. Or then Roman's got to go get beat for that title when he don't need to be pinned. Uh, it, yeah. So. so like I don't I don't like I don't like the options unless they did something along the lines of if you know if Seth were to get added to it. This is speculation. Then you could do uh, two falls. First one be for Universal. First one be for WWE or something like that. Yeah, last time they did that, WrestleMania 2000. Kurt Angle, exactly. Jericho, Benoit for the European. Exactly. Event. So, like, maybe you could do something like that. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Maybe um, WWE title is the first fall, Universal is the second fall. Have Seth get that first fall over Lesnar. Hey, or whatever, got- Roman catch the spear. And then you got... The other option they could have went with with their original uh, WrestleMania idea. Somehow you have Riddle come out as WWE champion in the chamber, set up him and Orton at Mania. Yeah, I mean, that works too. What then, I don't... then you have a problem because then you're like, fuck, what do I do with Bobby Lashley? What I absolutely do not want to happen is for Goldberg to beat Roman for that title and then ha- have Roman face Lesnar for the WWE title. I absolutely do not want that to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Because yeah. Roman... I, I, because I, I didn't Roman think he was going to beat the Fiend either. Yeah, but Roman Reigns is on the Fox show and it's Roman Reigns. No offense to the Fiend. Like... Backstage, name wise, yeah. executives, name wise, people are going to choose Roman Reigns over the Fiend. And at this point, yeah, I know Goldberg is still a draw, but this Roman Reigns is a draw. So you got to keep. I, I just don't. I just see this being another stepping stone to the to the Lesnar match, and just I mean, another. That's what, and that's what it should be. Like that's and that, that's what it should be. But like I said, I just absolutely do not but, want them to go that route. It would cheapen the match against Lesnar. I think, this is, I think this is a um Goldberg's last match on his deal unless he signed a new one. I don't really here. know who's left for him to face at this point. Well this is I'm okay with this match because this match never happened yet. Well it was supposed to, right? Right before the yeah, pandemic. It was supposed to happen for the universal title. So, I'm just making up. They're just going ahead and getting this out of the way. Saudi's perfect. It's a big money match. They'll be happy. Roman Reigns better end them. That's all. I'm just, yeah, I'm sure they'll play it smart. They would have. Dude, I don't know. I'm hoping there's not similar botches that like Goldberg had with Undertaker. I just. I really hope that it's that's, that's, that's nothing again. Like I'm not trying to knock Goldberg here, but wait, 
you're putting your top asset in the ring with him. And it's 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 kind of risky. Didn't Goldberg just last fight at the Crown Jewel? Or didn't he fight Bobby Lashley over there? He fought Lashley. I don't remember when and where it was, but yeah, it could have been. I think he was all right. I don't think I think February he should be all right. I don't think it's well. Roman, uh, if you if Roman gonna make sure. Roman sees something looking kind of off. I don't think Roman's going up in the air. Yeah, I don't need Roman to take a jackhammer. Nah, nah, nah. Roman gonna spear this dude. But then there's the off chance that Brock Lesnar could win the chamber, and then Brock Lesnar could screw Roman Reigns out of that Goldberg match. As revenge. Then you have that option. As revenge for him still screwing him out of the WWE title. Yeah. And, and, and again, I absolutely do not want that. No, does it? It it doesn't. I know. I hate. I absolutely hate that too. But that's the only way you can justify a Goldberg win. I, I, I yeah, storyline wise. But in my mind, I don't think I could justify Goldberg ending this reign. But but Goldberg beating Roman Reigns in any type of capacity, I don't know if WWE really wants to deal with that backlash or even hear about it. So. Or just let him choke him all the way out, just like he did Seth, and not let go. Yeah, I mean, if we're already technically thinking about it, Roman Reigns is already lost. Yeah, well, there's a difference between losing by disqualification and getting pinned. I, I know, but, it, you know, it's just, it's just funny. Even though WWE booking doesn't seem to think so with the way that they just let people get pinned all the time. Well, they... They just go with stories rather than wins and well, losses. They, just, they they do a lot of start stopping, so they'll start a little. In the take for instance, right? And this is this is this isn't a great <laughs> example. It's just the most recent example that I can think of. Okay, so think, of, think of the think of the run KO was just on, right? And he had, it was building up this momentum, was reminding everybody how good he is, and then last week loses the Austin Theory clean. Like, where does that come from? Well, it's Austin Theory. I get that, but you could, building you, could at least, star. you could at least mucked up the finish a little bit to protect They're KO. building a new star. I thought that's what people wanted. Yeah, See, that's well, a, you can... This is the problem. That This is the problem with fans and, and, and everyone now. It's like they're afraid of anybody taking a loss. Because it just thinks it hurts everything. It's not hurt. KO's fine. Like, he's going to be fine. Like, it's, it's, I, I understand that. But what I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. They're trying to create a new star. Well, KO is in a position to be elevated. They they put him on these runs to a position to where you could elevate him into that into that upper upper level, and then they cut it off all the time. 
I understand that he'll be fine, whatever. He's still a great super superstar. He's still going to put on great matches. I don't doubt that. And then that could be – and like I said, this wasn't a great example. That could have been one quick loss and then right back on the thing. But they could have they could have mucked up the finish a little bit, have KO give, away, give it away by, like, <clears throat> being overly confident. It, there's different ways to, to still protect somebody and have them lose. Look. The way they're building Austin Theory right now, dude, this dude's a future world champion, okay? The way they're building it, slowly, very slowly. It's Yeah, slowly they're trying to – they seem like they want to try to build him into that level. But he will be the one to give Priest that title off, I think. I mean, that would make sense. Because Priest this year might get elevated. Well, they, they they got they need to hurry. But I don't know. I need a little more development of this Damian Priest. I, I like where they were going with it, and then I just well, felt that's like what they, I'm saying. They need to hurry because it's losing steam. Well, they just yeah, they are losing steam because they kind of just uh went to a went to a red light, and that red light ain't changed green yet for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I understand this is the road to WrestleMania, but there's a lot of every year it happens a lot. lot of times where it's the road to WrestleMania. It's time to put everything else on the back burner. Yeah, they do that a lot. And that and that's and that's also a momentum kill. Yeah, I get what you say. But, you know, maybe. What they have to do when they feel like they have nothing for like certain stars or certain wrestlers, man, this is, that's where they need to capitalize those people. They don't have something for on the main roster, getting them mixed up with the NXT talent and giving them something because then you, then you got something for them to work with. Someone that's been on the main roster. They just don't have nothing for them right now. All right. Well, they can go work with the NXT T guy in a feud. Like yeah, like I, I, it'd be I, I'm cool if they want to run you know the whole Dolph Ziggler thing if they want to run Dolph versus yeah. Breaker. Yeah, you know, and then shit like that, you know, or like even KO popping up down there one night would be fucking awesome. I think just the creatively, it's 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 all corporate now. Like the one of the oh very gonna, they can keep doing it how they've been doing it because they're making record profits. That's the only way the product will change when the money changes. If they if they're making more money than ever, then they're and they're thinking why change anything? Yeah, why change and anything? I, and, I, and, I and I get, get it. That. <laughs> I get it. Every business but gets it, like that. Don't worry, AEW's gonna get like that too. But in the long run, if the product keeps suffering, it will catch up to them. In the long run. Yeah, it can. But WWE won't let it. <sighs> so, like, WWE's got to, I, it's got to think now. Is they're bringing in record profits, right? And, yeah. and there's all this, this record revenue, and they just claim like a billion dollars in revenue or some crazy shit. Okay. 
here's the thing. Imagine what that number would be these days if they still had the same kind of audience that they had 20 years ago. There was more than double the amount of people that are today watching the show 20 years ago. Yeah, but and in today's society, the way things are set up, there's no way anybody can get that many viewers unless you're the NFL. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a whole different thing because it's Super Bowl. You know, everything's I mean, on the internet now, so a lot of people don't even watch. It's the thing, like with the exact same audience, because you can all well, they're not the exact same, but a very similar audience is AEW's audience. Kind of, it's not. It's nowhere near. Like nowhere, I know it's a it's a big gap. It's a big gap between, but it's the closest audience you'll have to it, or that one night stand crowd. Plus, you got how many people have live TV? Yeah, there's so many streaming things. People watch mostly. Here's the thing that like everybody be sitting here tripping about is like. 50 to probably about 60%, maybe 60%, I believe, of like people probably watch through social media, through highlights and YouTube. Like, or watching, like you're about to watch Matt on Hulu, the replay. Yeah. Find out what happened, and then they'll just watch it on Hulu. I mean, it's what I'll do. It's. I think with the, I, I, just, I just think the biggest problem in the whole industry in itself is that the suspense is gone. Oh, yeah, because now you got people like fucking uh, Sean Ross who's making money off. Yeah, you got like Rustlin Woj, you know, he's he's just yeah, he's dropping. We knew Goldberg was coming back days before he showed up on SmackDown. Yeah, and and that and that hurts that that hurts the product. That hurts the product, but that's what the that's why it was. That's why Vince didn't really want to go into the sports route. But sooner or later, entertainment, sports, you know, it starts to become one, and you have the Woges, you have the Sean Rosses. I mean, it's, it's going to keep happening it's because now everybody has the need to know and they want to know. They can't wait. Can't nobody wait to know something? No, it's, it's not It's not that type of society anymore. Like, no, that's, man, that's, like, that's one thing I'll give Tony Khan credit for is, uh, you know, at the very least, like the, what we were talking about, you know, at the beginning of the show about – who this person's going to be Wednesday. Yeah, we got some ideas, but we don't know. So there's a little suspense there. Yeah, he'll have there's, people there's, to... There's a reason. There's It's got people talking in a positive manner. Yeah, but also, and that's, that's also lets you know that AEW is not in that large, like, they're a major company, but they're not in that large, large scale, because fucking Vince's circle might be small, but his company is so fucking big, he's got so many goddamn rats <laughs> that... I, I, for one, think he's got too many people on the payroll. 
Yeah, and and that's and that's the problem. That's why I mean he's got too many rats that are going to leak something out for a little extra cash, or for well, I mean for just in, in general about you know who people on who's got input on making the show. Like there's so many people that it's 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 sometimes simplicity in wrestling is best. Like it just in its basic form is that it's became... best. It's just too. It's everything is so produced. Oh yeah, and even I mean even AEW matches, man. Everything is we've talked about before. It's core. It's it's just too yeah. choreographed. It's are y'all That's dancing what, or are y'all fighting? Yeah, wrestling period is is way overproduced for sure. Um, I mean, I I low key am am seeing a very uh history repeating itself type thing. Um like this is really starting to remind me of like the late nineties when WCW was just winning in the ratings. Like WWE doesn't win in really isn't winning in the key ratings apparently or whatever. Like they're, and they're and in a demo. Yeah, I know, I know. But in a sense, and WWE's not making like they're making good product, but they're not making great product that makes you really, really want to tune in. You can you can just catch up on it the next day or through Twitter. Just like yeah, I, I definitely missed the times where it was like how I am with Power now. Like you know, as soon as yeah, you know tonight, tonight, matter of fact, on Power, I get I, yeah, I get a finale and a premiere of Force. I'm I'm up at midnight and I'm watching both of those. Dude, I'm but, set an alarm. I, I gotta watch. Both <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take me a nap today at some point, and then I'm gonna be up at fucking tonight at midnight and watching both them shits. I know I got another bang in that refrigerator, so perfect. And then, so and but that's how it used to be for uh, Raw, dude. You wasn't missing Raw. You wasn't dude, missing Nitro. Wait. That was the best part about Monday, so I couldn't wait when I got out of school because I knew it was closer to Raw. Closer to wait to get, get to school the next day to talk about it with all your friends. Yeah, dude, like it was the shit to talk about, man. Because it was, it was our sport. Like, because it, it just, it was. I don't know, man. Like, I, it was just more compelling. It was pop culture, bro. It was. It was. Everything. It was so big, and that's why we were taught. We, we tell people today that. You know that, like, you don't understand how big it was in pop culture back then. When, dude, it was the thing, and it, and it, and you probably still have a couple of clicks of kids that still do that in school today, and they can't wait to talk about wrestling. But it wasn't just the kids back then. It was, uh, it was, it was high school, it was college, it was adults at work. Couldn't it was, dude? Wrestling was it. Like it was the cool thing to talk about. It's, it was so big, and that's how big it was, is because you still see the biggest pops you get today are from people from that era. Because they you're talking about how they're bigger stars. Like, yeah, like Goldberg and them, they're still bigger stars than these people that y'all want so this, much. I, hear, I see you arguing with people online, because they are. This is, this is like I told people, man. It's like they sit here and complain. It's like, oh, my God, I don't understand. How come every time Goldberg comes back, he has to be in the title picture? Um... Go do your research. We're in the information age. Go fucking do your research. Let me look at the crowds this dude was performing in front of. Like it, it was nothing 
compared to these little arenas. Like these are little arenas. <laughs> like these like fucking WCW and WWF were like selling out. Goldberg and Hogan sold out the Georgia Dome for a nitro. A nitro for the world title. Uh, to me to this day, I still think that that was when WCW reached its peak. They couldn't get no higher than that. That moment, yeah, everything plateaued from there because when it when it reached its peak was when Goldberg beat Hogan that night on Nitro. And if you think about it, Goldberg's story was complete at that moment. Um, yeah, like it, it at that moment you knew at some point, all right, you gotta lose. But you still had the streak. Yeah, you still had the streak. Once the streak ended, that kind of killed a lot of the Goldberg buzz. It, it did kill the Goldberg buzz. But in a sense, they did it the right way because Goldberg shouldn't couldn't win, get beat clean. Like you, you had to screw him <laughs> out of the match. Like he showed you uh like completely like every week why you couldn't beat him clean because he run right through you. Yeah, Goldberg in his prime too. It's it's just like there there are very many people that could beat Lesnar clean. Oh. Gold now Lesnar is one of the rare people that seems to be fucking getting bigger the older he gets and <laughs> better shape. Like I don't understand it. Like this dude's a freak. I just had a, he's, I've, I've enjoyed his most recent run. It's uh, better than face Lesnar than I than I imagined. Yeah, this dude showing everybody's like, yeah, I don't really need Paul Heyman <laughs> to play his old character. He did, and he played that shit perfectly. Now he's showing his personality, which is it's it's almost <laughs> surreal. It's and it and it's it's a it's a great character because this dude can do whatever he wants because it's Brock he, Lesnar. Dude, he's literally pulling off guard value. Yes. <laughs> like we're actually that's seeing, exactly that's exactly right. We're, we're seeing the character on TV because this is some shit this dude would do. Go win the Royal Rumble, then come out the next night, challenge the other show's champion, and then also <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you for your title. <laughs> At this and what you gonna do about it? <laughs> and um, so, but you, we got to see like this glimpses great. of this before. Like, remember when yeah. he was using the briefcase as a boombox? Lesnar with personality. It's like Jimmy Smith said at uh, Royal Rumble. He goes, I, "I don't know if him smiling is more scarier than him not." Because <laughs> he's just like he's, <laughs> this dude shouldn't be smiling. This is how you feel. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm trying not to get caught up in all the internet bullshit with the Roman and Brock's You like, I completely understand why that's your main event of WrestleMania. You're trying the to sell biggest, out Dallas. That's the two biggest names in wrestling. You're trying to sell out Dallas in that big ass stadium. Okay, so you go to some, you go to Dallas, Texas. You talking about trying to sell out the stadium? If you ain't mentioning Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns' name, then we ain't talking. 
I do think so, if they end up doing the Charlotte and Rousey match as the main event for night one, the crowd could turn on it. And they're idiots for turning on it. I mean, I, I, I know, but I'm just saying that could happen. The only way they don't turn on it is if they do Becky and Bianca. I just, I just don't see it. Like, if you had Rousey and Charlotte, I, I just don't see them putting Becky and Bianca as your main event, unless this was a callback. Unless they're going to use it as a callback for next year, where they supposedly might want to do Rousey versus Bex, then Becky could put it in Rousey's face. It's like you come back. I still main evented the same night. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, her heel run has been fucking great. <laughs> yeah, and if anybody hasn't checked out her podcast, uh, her appearance on the Stone Cold podcast, definitely I would, uh, definitely check that out on Peacock. Now, when I look at that documentary and that podcast interview, that to me, okay, I can get behind the man when that happens again. Because of that, because of that broken skulls thing, will be what I can connect it to when she well, does have the inevitable face turn one day. Well, so basically, what she said and what she talked about on that podcast when was basically what I was saying as it was happening. Is and it's what I say about I've probably said it till I'm blue in the face on this podcast about how. Once they get over from being the heel character, they change it up too much. And they and they there's and she was talking about how that now that she had become this over face, it's so much harder to like it's she talked about I can't remember the exact words because it's been like a week or two since I've listened to it and I watched it. Yeah. But um but yeah, basically she put it in 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 saying you know different words but basically saying the same thing about how i say about how her character was after she broke her nose and she got over how different it was now because okay now i gotta be this face while also it's just you know the way they do it yeah because i remember that the way part. wwe does it because i remember austin was asking her the question like which one do you prefer and she goes heel Oh, yeah, it's just so doubt. much easier. She goes, it's just so much easier. And like you were saying, because it's just so much you have to do when you're being a face. Like, you have to say this. You have to do that. You have to. And it's just, it's, it's just not man. While still trying to maintain that character. And it's just, it, it's, it's, it's too much of a, a, a juxtaposition between them. Like, it's, it's, it doesn't work like that. If, if if Kevin Owens was not was not using the stunner, Stone Cold would so have her using the stunner, Becky. Like, like like I said, dude, I swear this Stone Cold when he was talking to her was just like so infatuated. It's the accent, man. <laughs> yeah, he likes his accents now. Yeah. Yeah, I think his first I think his first wife was British. Wow, that's crazy. And then Deborah had the country accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Stone Cold's a trip. Now, yeah. I can't wait for Charlotte to be on that show with Stone Cold. Yeah, because you know he's gonna dig in. Oh yeah, because I know she won't. She'll be. She won't be afraid to talk about it. She ain't gonna have no choice. She she's a flair though. She you know she don't I, care. I understand that, but you saw Rick well Rick Flair to talk about anything, but I guess it's a bad example. But Rick Flair yeah. don't stay on topic, dude. He, he, so, he can't. He, he 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 physically or literally can't stay on topic because <laughs> this dude is done fried way too many cells out of his head. But dude, like it, that's, that's one thing about Austin is he he demands and commands that respect when he's interviewing you because of who he is. You better yeah. answer that man's question. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see um, Mox get a redo on the Stone on, with Stone Cold one day. Yeah, because he Just, was on it back like back in the day, right? Yeah. When it was they, like the old podcast. And, and I just felt like that one was a little scripted. More scripted, I felt. Oh, I'd like to see it now or hear it now. I think it'd be a great Maybe. time to do it. Or maybe by the time if they ever do Roman and Seth again. Yeah, because I mean the last because it was very awkward or something like because I don't know if he because like when you were talking about he commands Austin commands like then I don't think I don't think as Ambrose I don't think he answered one of Austin's questions or wanted to or something. I don't know. I I have to go back and watch it. It was some ordeal that had to do with the whole Lesnar thing. I think so. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. But a mox, man. That yeah, that would be a would be a great podcast now. And I can't wait for Triple H one day. That would probably be one of my favorites. Well, like you said, now I wanna I wanna I wanna see Michael Cole now. Yeah, I, I want to see Michael Cole. I want to see Jr. one day. Because eventually, one day, Jr. is probably going to, you know, get out of his AEW contract, or he's going to, you know, it's going to run out. I wouldn't hate a new one with Heyman. Or get Brock on there. Get Roman on there, too. That'd be cool. I when right before you uh, hit me up, that's what I was just watching some podcast interview with Roman where he was talking about Mox and the when Seth dropped that line the other week. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I mean, you know, Mox type of guy. We can, you know, we get up and have a beer and like, well, maybe not now. I <laughs> would maybe have a couple. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I highly doubt Mox has like completely stopped. He might, he might but he to. might, he might have to, yeah. But he looks hey, a lot better. He looks congrats. a lot healthier. Yeah, congrats on that. He, he has no beer weight on him. You can tell, no drinking weight. Man, we can tell. I think we even talked about it on the show one time like, where for a minute there, man, dude was looking rough. Uh, yeah, you could tell he was on a little bender. And then by the time he got back, shit, having that baby done, <laughs> got all that shit done got to him. Yeah, he had to. Uh, yeah, he had to go check him. Yeah, get that shit right. Hey, I understand. That's all different. 
you know. It's all that you gotta be right in the mind to do that, you know, to be a parent. Can't can't have your demons take over. That's for sure. I wouldn't hate if he if maybe Austin did another one with or did one with Sean. And then they can uh, maybe talk about that would be interesting. How things have been going in NXT now. Oh, they're gonna get down into the dirty juicy on yeah. that one. Because like I've you know, heard like you, you get a few reports about how things are going down there ever since Triple H and then all that. But I feel like Austin would get the answers that I'd be interested in. Oh man, I bet that dude Shawn Michaels got some stories. <laughs> the ones that he might not even want to tell a lot of his stories. Well, as probably as the ones I want. Days, you know, the ones I want to hear, he probably never will tell again. No, nah, the ones you want to hear, he'll have to, have to go on Joe Rogan or something like that. Boy, they fucking coming after the man Joe. Oh, yeah, they're coming after Nia. <laughs> they had the fucking White House calling Spotify. <laughs> Bro, that's like... 70 episodes got quietly removed. Like, take what... You know, believe what you want to believe about everything... But the fact that it's that serious, <laughs> he's saying something should, right? should, should make should make you ask some questions. That means somebody on the show has said something that's a little too true. <laughs> For I mean, because why would the White House have to call Spotify and be like, "Hey, we need you to kind of keep an eye on this guy"? Like, why? <laughs> Like, don't we have more important shit to worry about with whatever what's going on with Russia and China and this Taiwan situation? I, it's always <laughs> something, man. It's like, you don't even, I mean, to be honest, you don't even know what to believe when you read shit now. Nah, dude, anything can be propaganda or an agenda, anything. After you've been down enough rabbit holes, you start to question everything. That's why I had to chill out with the rabbit holes. Can't go down them, but like every once in a while. Yeah, I'm I gotta pick on. my spots. I gotta be. I gotta be on the right high. Yeah, cause I'll fuck around and and blow a high. <laughs> I ain't Getting never found nothing that made me blow a high. I should get me like if I found if I find something up and realize something fucked up. I'm all like mouth wide open, just like entranced. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Watching and, and then and then connecting dots in my mind. That it's it's real high. funny, man. Like when like you do go down like those certain conspiracy rabbit holes, and then you do find that one that just kind of like, yeah, so shit starts I, making sense. Yeah. And then you do start connecting like shit that's been happening for like the last ten years in your life. It's <laughs> just like, wait a minute. <laughs> this shit does get you high. Yeah, I understand that. It, it's a, it, it's a, it, conspiracies are fun. They're, they're you got to know your limits though. Like, 
Of, of course. You got to know your limits. There's some, I mean, <laughs> there's some people who are so set on what they believe that they'll never, <clears throat> they'll never believe anything else anyway. But, oh, man. yeah. When you start, like, learning to potentially accept things and, like, to, to, question the things that you've known in your life forever or thought you knew <laughs> like it's this shit becomes a, a much different place i can understand why a lot of people would just prefer to keep their heads in the sand uh yeah dude, there's uh there's days where you know i kind of gotta put my head in the sand you know and just oh well, you have to you can't of... overload yourself because then that, that's how you yeah. really do become crazy yeah, it's like the How I Met Your Mother episode, you know. If you look, if you look around on the bus and realize that there is no crazy person, you are the crazy person. <laughs> I've had. It's funny because I've had that moment in a group conversation before, and I'm sure you probably have too. It's where we're talking about something, and and yeah, and then like something will come up, and I can't even not say anything. I'm like, yeah, but, and then blah, 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 and then go off for like two minutes and then look up and realize how they're all looking at me. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I should not ready for that yet. If. if but your kids are going to love it. If, <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. Right? <sighs> I would say one and two are probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One and two are definitely the best. And then. Three. It seems like every time I watch three, I like it a little more. I mean, I, I, it was it was good. It was good, but it, it almost like makes said, you kind of think like, could, can we can we choose a different story, setting, timeline, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> but man, yeah, dude, like I've yeah I've had that problems, but man, conspiracy theories are, are fun. I, I do like. When I find it and connect the dots, though, so it is very, very intriguing. Especially what's going on right now. The shit that's going on right now is kind of funny because I thought the shit that was going on right now was going to happen like ten years ago. I need me a good conspiracy theory. If you come across something that's interesting, I need me something new to see. <laughs> I don't know, man. I try. To, I don't know. I feel like fucking uh, old Nick Hinton ain't really put out no threads in a long time. I do it's enjoy maybe. his threads. Because, yeah, he has some very good research. I see uh, I seen one of our uh, mutual people that we follow on Twitter was talking the other day about the uh, about hypnotic. Did yeah, what about that? it? What about hypnotic? Like the drink. Well, it's 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 one of the Mandela. Yeah, it's one of the Mandela effects because they swear it used to be spelled differently. (laughs) Do you remember how hypnotic is spelled? Ah, it's with a K at the end, isn't it? No, it's a Q. Q, yeah, Q. Yeah. But that's not what people. Huh? I believe. It was like that, but then at the same time, 
Well, that that's actually not the Mandela. What is the Mandela? So, how would you spell hypnotic? Knowing that there's a Q at the end. Can't put a Q at the end. I think I would have a C at the end. Well, no. Well, there's a Q, but like, how would you spell the rest of it? Hit a H Y P O I P O N I Q. Well, flip the in the O, but basically, it's it, there's no Y in hypnotic. It's H P. It's spelled H P N. O T I Q. And uh, one of the people that we both follow on Twitter was talking about that the other day. He's like, when the fuck was there no, how long is there no Y in hypnotic? I feel like I remember both. <clears throat> and I feel like I remember like seeing it without the Y and was thinking, like, was there a fucking Y here or was I just spelling it wrong all these years? It it definitely doesn't look right on paper. Like if you were like when you like just write the word down without the Y in it, it just doesn't look right. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's always been spelled that way. But some people feel like they remember a Y on it because there was some kind of like spiral or something over the Y. I forget it, but you know it's one of those. I- I'm going to be real with you. The only reason why I always remember why is because I never even looked at the fucking bottle. I always was exactly. Spelling, I was always spelling that shit out in a chat or something. So Exactly. I I just always remember the Q. And then maybe there was one time I thought there was like a C at the end instead of a Q. Or something. Well, the real word is yeah, so just not the brand name. So I, I couldn't even tell you on that one. That's a horrible Mandela effect. Well, that's what most of them are. <laughs> something's different than they always thought it was. <laughs> I did see uh oh, uh, so what was a tweet that you liked that appeared on my timeline? That can go many different ways. Oh, it was the one about the fucking uh. After dark, build a bears. Oh, <laughs> well, I happened to go into mentions of that fucking tweet. Wow, was that a treat? <laughs> <laughs> because this, there were one person that this one I should have fucking screenshotted the tweet, but I just remembered the tweet because it just stood out because of what that fucker said. And I've always said that you know, something very similar to this. But he was like, well, yeah, you know, none of this shit's really real because in 2012, they decided to fucking turn on a fucking super collider. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he started going in on that, and that shit made me laugh because I always said, like, everything has felt different since 2012. That's where I felt everything. There's a lot of people that say the same thing. Because... 
that's that's why I feel like the whole that's why it always trended like the whole that was the whole saying even happened in wrestling it happened in entertainment everywhere everything kept saying that 2012 would be the end as you know it you know the world's pretty yeah, much was... coming to an end and it was probably that timeline <laughs> we were about to fucking loop me get shifted over. Good times. But here we are. <laughs> Which is, if that's the case, shit's going to get real interesting. On, on December 21st, 2012, I'm pretty sure I was out of my mind on Susan. We were pretty fucking trashed, I think. Did we have like a little end of the world thing, probably? Who knows? Probably just, I mean, it wasn't no different than any other day back then. Well, every day was the end of the world for us. Bro, I mean, was, at that point, we, we was burning I mean, we, down. Yeah, we, we were okay. Yeah. Whatever happened would have happened. We would have been hired in 2012. <laughs> I sometimes don't think I ever left 2012. Then there's that. Like, I feel like it's just been one long fucking loop. And that, and that may have something to do with the conspiracy theory that we were just talking about, but I don't know if I ever made it out on Wait Street. It's crazy because there's uh two years that uh like two years that just stand out in my mind mentally. I don't know if I ever made like, it out of Lori Street. Like twenty twelve and twenty sixteen. Like those two years, like those two years and date, like for some reason are always in my mind, like for some reason. When I think about the past and shit, it's weird. Uh It's like a four-year gap. It's weird. Interesting. But, you know, good times. Good drugs. Great <laughs> drugs. Great drugs at the great. time. Great drugs. <laughs> like Marshall, like great scene. Great drugs. <laughs> great drugs. Oh, man. <laughs> Wonder what my butt is. Oh God, but oh God, she's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a gun nut. <laughs> she, but she doesn't like Goonies. <laughs> the Field of Dreams would have been the one for me. <laughs> she doesn't like Field of Dreams. <laughs> She doesn't like Field of Dude, that scene. <laughs> How do you not like Field of Dreams? <laughs> the, the scene when it comes up, can we not talk about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, though. That that scene, that scene is, <laughs> is something else at the end of that movie. Shit, that scene in Blood Diamond something else, too. <sighs> Still one of the hardest things I ever have to watch is in Click. Huh. <laughs> exactly. Yo, that's, a, that's, a, that's a heartbreaker in Click, son. That's just... I should no, no Adam Sandler movie should be that goddamn sad. Look here, man. That shit was I'm emotionally scarred sad. from that movie. Me too. Like, way too far. <laughs> like, it's a great fucking movie until that part. <laughs> Yo, it's a funny fucking movie. That shit's funny as fuck. 
until the last <laughs> quarter of the movie shit gets a little fucked. And I get it, because I get the story they're telling with it, but shit. I don't need to get hit that hard from Adam Sandler. Nah, man. I guess I that's when that's he's my thought. boy the other day. I guess that's when he thought he could go the serious route. He got us. Shit. Oh, he got me. Oh, that's got my me boy. Hard. That's, <laughs> that's a good fucking movie. That shit's funny. That shit is, I ain't seen it in so long. So that shit was, um, that shit was pretty fresh. And that shit had me fucking rolling throughout the whole movie. Freaking the person who made me laugh that I didn't expect was freaking, uh, the dude that I forget his name in the movie, but Milo Ventimiglia, Peter Petroli. <laughs> that fucker had me laughing. And then, like, all the How I Met Your Mother people in the movie that I didn't realize. That makes it even better. Yeah, Randy is in there. And um freaking <laughs> uh um Gary Blauman. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> Is that from one of your poems? <laughs> God damn that show. That you know, show has so many one liners. Yeah. Shout out How? to Liv Morgan for finally getting around to watching it. Oh. I I thought I thought you were gonna hit her with the the uh, oh. I mean, I should have, but she wouldn't have known it yet. <laughs> oh, honey. I'm glad I didn't because I thought about doing it. Like, <laughs> I still think about it often. The um, They had like a, it was a commercial or whatever, and it was talking about when Katie when Katy Perry was gonna be on the show. And it has her and Barney standing there and she's she goes, I'm Katy Perry and I'm gonna be on How I Met Your Mother next week. And then he goes, I'm Neil Patrick Harris and I'm gonna be on Katy Perry next week. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great fucking moment. <laughs> the Barney character is a is a trip. He's one of my favorites. He's um, I've watched that show so many times now that like, I usually a lot of times when I go through it, I'm focusing on one character, and like, truly like looking at everything from their side. Yeah, and and everybody on that show, man, that <clears throat> is some great characters. Robin has me fucking rolling sometimes. Dude, Especially when it re- comes to the shit where she don't want, she don't like kids. Yo, when it gets around, and you're watching it from the Robin perspective, it's hilarious. That's everything she says is fucking hilarious in that show. Yeah, I'm. I <laughs> on maybe throughout the first couple times I watched the show, I think I missed on a lot of her humor. Oh, I did too. But I also but that, that shit's funny. 
I miss a lot of Marshall's humor sometimes. Another, yeah, he's fucking funny too. Because <laughs> that dude is stoned out of his mind about 90% of the time. Especially early in the show. Yeah. The, 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 the scene that, uh, that pretty much sums up Marshall, how he's funny, is the, uh, shit, what were they talking about? It's like, yeah, I could do, I don't want to be left out. <laughs> you know, that shit was funny because I think I was on that season because Barney and Ted were about the fucking, they were competing for the blonde chick. And Barney fucking set up the whole thing, told, telling Ted, oh yeah, I already won because I, I slept with her a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so Marshall comes back and he goes, I added it up. Tuck's night. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the same episode that he says, I don't want to be left out. I think that is. <laughs> <laughs> then we meet on a yacht. <laughs> oh, sucks, doesn't it? Fuck <laughs> you, Marshall. Marshall's a trip. Come again for Big Fuzz? <sighs> Shit, man. So I guess I need to get me something to eat. Dude, I didn't even realize it's been making hours for a minute. Yeah, I just looked at the phone like, oh. All right, cool. Great show. It was a good there show. There you go. You yeah. Listen to us have a conversation about God knows what for another hour. Yeah. Renee Young, thank you for the title of this episode, Unfiltered. Thank you. I'm glad I, I, I I'm glad I was able to filter myself just now on Unfiltered. And we're gonna leave it at that. I guess I could be a WWE trademark, so I better fucking. Hey, we do not. What's our show called? Oral session? Okay, I'm definitely not gonna comment <laughs> on that. Please don't, Max Caster. I was just about to say, shout out to Max Caster. That was a great one. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good one. His <laughs> raps are pretty. And that thanks, was, that was that was very Ger- that was very Gervin-esque. And thank you, Internet. Now his raps are pretty much fucking lame. Cause y'all fucking toned him down now. Like I, he's, it's, it's almost like I'm, when I'm watching it, it's like, yeah, you're afraid to go across the line now. So, thanks. Cancel culture. It's so terrible. <laughs> it is. But that was a good show. It was a good show. Gerv's going to get something to eat. I'm going to head out. It's going to be a good one. I might play some 2K today. It's been a while since I hopped on that. I've been playing I WWE. I went Arby's yesterday. This shit was so good. Got that bacon oh. brisket. Um... Like shit that come with the Azu. Oh, was it good? Son, I made a fucking mess. I had <laughs> Azu dripping out my beard. <laughs> well, I went. Me and Swag both went to fuck off, son, in the parking lot on that fucking sandwich. Jeez. Because <laughs> y'all have already baked. Shit, so we you just know. left Walmart. Well, I was baked. Oh, that's right. He's swag is still clean. 
Yeah, we've been talking, talking about yesterday. It's, it's 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 almost at two months. Oh, this dude's gonna get fried. This dude gonna get fucking. This dude, it, not only is he gonna get fried, he gonna get happy as a motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, good to, good shot then. Nice little break. Yeah, I might take me about a two-hour break. Yeah, some point I'm taking that today. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do the Whatever. same. Will burn me a little bit more of this cream sickle. Yeah, I'm about to get this burn this uh bang out of me. I think I'm on. I'm gonna go in there and get something to eat. I might end up making this bacon bacon Alfredo. Hawaiian barbecue steak tonight. With me. With broccoli and cheese and plantains. Love a Caribbean one. Yeah. I, I'll eat all that shit. I don't know about the plantains, but right a good as fuck. I bet they are. But I'm thinking about they probably would be good with the Hawaiian wings. So yeah, that shit would probably work. Yeah, shit, shit, ball. So we'll catch everybody on probably Tuesday. Yeah, don't see anything else breaking news unless something crazy happens over the weekend. But more than likely, we still won't see y'all till Tuesday because I'm gonna oh, enjoy yeah. my weekend. He gonna yeah. enjoy his weekend because we gonna have to probably hop on the park if y'all want to play two on two. Money Dak twenty seven. That's money. <laughs> DAC27 is my gamer tag on Xbox. I'm going to do PlayStation, Xbox. You know, I also play Heat as well. The 2K19, I play that as well. I'm just shouting out. That's what I hear out there in the living room right now. What's that? 2K19. Nah, that is uh the Chicago Lo-Fi in Chicago. No, not here. not not in your living room. Oh, in your living room. Yeah, I'm getting figure. I'm gonna you know play it for this last month here and hell yeah, get the last little finish out these storylines in this this realm of wrestling. <laughs> Because this realm is coming to an end. Yeah, no, I think me and Swag talked about it, just getting it to WrestleMania and then maybe having us face each other at the main event of WrestleMania to close out 2K19. See, I'm going to have to go a little past that because um, I just finished the Elimination Chamber. That's close to where we are, too. But see, I don't play every... Well, I play it, but I only play like one match. I don't play yeah. like every match like you guys. So, but I got a little storylines that could accumulate. And by the time March eighth hits, I'll I'll be ready to transition. Because like I was texting Jay Swag, I was letting him know I think I'm gonna bring the country board deck gimmick into. 2K22. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that. You and them boys, maybe. So let me go in here and get something to eat. And go, yeah, uh, don't let me fucking pressure bang. that I got building. 
Yeah, man. Go do all that. Uh, it's been a great show. We developed this podcast. We'll catch you guys Tuesday. Fees up. Out.